You're welcome to today's broadcast of a very wonderful teaching that is very, very, very vital that everyone in the body of Christ is supposed to be acquainted with this because it's an heavenly mandate that was given to us by Jesus Christ to preach the gospel of the kingdom to the end of time. So, we have been talking about evangelism for a long time now, and it is very important for us to know a whole lot of things about evangelism because and discipleship and follow because in these last days, this is the major and the most vital thing that we need to know as, as it pertains enhancing and furthering the kingdom of God. So, it is very important that we are acquainted with this so that we are not going to fall out of track. Our, 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 our work with God will become more fruitful. Our work with God will become more productive and we are going to have a greater reward and a greater internal price that will be given to us by Jesus Christ on the last day. So my center teaching this period is basically on the kingdom of God. It's basically on the advancement of the kingdom. It's basically on the growth of a believer. My teachings is basically on the growth of believers. It's basically on the things that has to do with the kingdom of God. That has to do with the advancement of the kingdom of God. So today we are actually going to discuss how to communicate the gospel message. Do you know, some people who communicate the gospel message, they don't even know the gospel message, what the gospel message is really. The gospel message is the message of the good news of Christ's kingdom. Jesus Christ told them to go and preach the good news of his kingdom and what is the good news that salvation is a free gift the gift of righteousness is a free gift and all who who believes in this receive them by faith in his atoning blood in his finished work on the cross of calvary so this is the gospel message and it is the center it is the center of our christian life this is what gives this is what gives and, 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 and keeps the heartbeat of God. The gospel of the kingdom, of the good news of the kingdom of Christ is the heartbeat of God. So every believer who has been filled with the Holy Ghost, every true believer who has encountered Jesus Christ is going to make this a utmost priority. In one priority, why is existing? We are not existing because of the work we do. We are not existing because of the financial institution that will find ourselves. We are not existing because of what the Lord has placed in our hands. The, 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 the monetary, the monetary um, 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 activities, financial activities, economic activities. Yes, those things are important. But this is the paramount because this is what is going to stand the test of time in the time that is endless, which is eternity. 
this is going to stand the test of time this is going to stand the test of time and it's important that we know this is important we digest this is in is important we are acquainted with this as believers because this is what we give our christian life a life it's going to make our christian life to be much alive because if we don't make this as our number one priority our work with god our love for jesus will be weakened and satan will sweet us like a wheat eventually so it is important it is paramount that we are acquainted with the gospel lifestyle which is the kingdom culture i will not go to kingdom culture today that's a long topic altogether but we are centered on evangelism we have been talking about evangelism for a long time now we are centered on it because it's the most paramount um, 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 instruction that the Holy Ghost gave. You know, when Holy Ghost was talking to um, um, the body of Christ at that time, the early church, he said, separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. So his main intention is for the good news of Christ's coming kingdom. Like I always do, I always say that the main purpose why we are filled with the Holy Ghost is for us to preach Jesus is for us to evangelize. It's not for us to gather in one um, 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 religious institution to gather ourselves together, mix ourselves together, making no headway. That is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is for us to spread the message of the good news of Christ's kingdom and the good news of Christ's coming kingdom these are two things the good news of christ's kingdom the good news of christ's kingdom is what he did for us on the cross then the good news of christ's coming kingdom is what he's going to do is what he's going to re-establish that is talking about the new heaven and the new earth the bible say the new heaven and the new earth we are dwelling righteousness and peace the new heaven and the new earth will be a place of no mourning the new heaven and the new earth will be a place of no death the new heaven and the new earth will be a place of no suffering of no sorrow of no of of of, of no thing that connotes, connotes evil. That is the new heaven and the new earth. So now, the eschatological part of the kingdom of God is what is taught in the coming kingdom of Christ. But the kingdom of Christ now is talking about, the present kingdom of Christ now is talking about the redemption through the blood of Jesus. Redemption by his sacrifice that was shared on the cross of Calvary. His finished work. That is is his kingdom his present kingdom offering salvation the gift of righteousness that is why the god the bible say for the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but the kingdom of god is peace righteousness and joy in the holy ghost so this is what the lord offers to us when we come into his present kingdom it becomes heaven on earth to us that is why jesus said my 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 meat is not to do the will of of man but my will is to to do the will of him that have sent me that is why he also said that when you pray 
you should pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So now Jesus was present on earth, and his presence brought peace and righteousness and joy in the city of Jerusalem. And those who experience sin experience heaven. And that is why people love coming closer to him, because he was the carrier of the kingdom of heaven. Thy will be done, thy kingdom come. He's talking about the present kingdom. So now as he have lived, he wants us to make people to experience that kingdom too and that is why he brought the holy spirit the holy spirit is the spirit of christ the holy spirit is the spirit of truth you can write it down the holy spirit is the spirit of righteousness the holy spirit is a spirit of power so now jesus christ has the fullness of the holy spirit in him and he wants us to distribute that life he wants us to dispense that life and that life is what brings heaven on earth to the hearts of men heaven on earth people who experience this life have experienced god people who experience this life have experienced the fullness of the godhead and that is talking about the present kingdom this is the present kingdom that we are into now and the present kingdom is about making christ to be known in the heart of men making men to know righteousness by faith in christ the gift free gift of salvation making men to know the gift of the holy spirit that is what brings the kingdom the present kingdom on earth on the life of people and people experience it and how can we do all this it's about going at preaching the gospel of the kingdom not preaching about money not preaching about finances not preaching about our church not preaching about things that have to do with 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 worldly enticement that we don't preach the kingdom of satan through talking about what the devil offers the devil offers money the devil offers fame when we go to evangelize and we tell people about that we are not preaching the kingdom of god we preach the kingdom of god it is of treating salvation through faith the gift of righteousness and the gift of the holy spirit that is the kingdom of god we go to preach and when we go in his name we are not going to advertise ourselves jesus christ said in his word this sign shall follow you so when you go in his name the signs and the wonders that carry his name will follow you and may we experience heaven on earth what is heaven on earth now the healing that comes through the name of jesus what is heaven on earth now the working of miracles the dynamics in the power of the holy ghost that makes men to be filled with power that is the present kingdom of god and they experience joy and peace in their heart that they cannot be able to explain that is the present kingdom of god that is the fullness of god manifesting in flesh he said this time we come in the last day that i will pour my spirit onto all flesh the young men shall prophesy the old men shall see dream dreams and the young men shall see vision and they shall prophesy that is the kingdom present kingdom of god it was promised 700 and something years ago but it was fulfilled after 700 and something years ago and now we are still present after the death of christ in 2000 and something years ago and that same power is available that same jesus is available to be preached in the hearts of men glory to god i feel an oil an oil an oil an oil of teaching Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost.
And that is what we came to preach. And that is what we came to propagate. Jesus only is our only message. Jesus only is our only message. Not the message of men. The message of men does not carry power. It is letter. But the Bible says, The Spirit giveth life. He said, In the beginning was the Word in John chapter 1. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. So Jesus Christ is the Word. And His Word brings life. His Word brings God brings hope. He said, Out of me shall flow rivers of living water. That is His word. When we take it in, when we preach this word, men receive the internal spirit of God in their life and they experience heaven on earth. How do we communicate this gospel message? Because I told you the mandate why we were brought into the kingdom of light is to preach the present kingdom of Christ, bringing His establishment on earth and also to preach about the coming kingdom of Christ. The coming kingdom of Christ is in the eschatological part of the teaching of Christ's kingdom. We are talking about the present age and this is something the devil is going to fight. devil is going to fight the propagation of the kingdom of God. devil is going to fight the spread of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not in, in, in material things. The kingdom of God is not building. The kingdom of God is not um, 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 building bringing up cities and the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom and that spiritual kingdom is only experienced in the spirit of a man is only experienced in the way in the full frame in, 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 in the three characteristics of the of the of the entity of a man the body the soul and the spirit that is where the kingdom of God takes its residence it is planted in the heart of me and that is what Jesus Christ came to establish and that is why they wanted to make him king at that time they don't understand that the kingdom he was talking about is not to take the kingdom of the world that is why he told satan that if my kingdom is of the world i would have fight but since my kingdom is not of this world i'm not going to fight because my kingdom is not of sword my kingdom is not of matchet my kingdom is not of war my kingdom is a spiritual kingdom and devil knows this thing that is why he fight believers these days in for them to know the knowledge about what the kingdom of god is all about for them to know their duty and with that he makes them to fall out he makes them not to be on fire knowing the gospel message and being partaker of this evangelical work and discipleship and follow-up that christ have called us as his followers is something the devil is going to fight with all he can with all he will because he knows this is what can keep us on fire this is what can keep us moving this is what can keep us going on in the lord thank you lord because when he tries to fight this he tries to fight our faith when he tries to fight a man who always preach the gospel will never think of committing sin a man who always preach the gospel will always be on the in the spirit will always be on fire will always be on the move will always be in, 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 in bringing forth this bread of life to the heart of men why will he think of canatine why will he think of things that are not essential he was not going to think of those things. He's going to think. His heart will be centered. And devil is in trouble. How do we communicate this gospel message? Three, two basic things to be presented when communicating this gospel message. Number one, 
the plan of salvation in a simple way that the sinner will understand. The plan of salvation in a simple way. We are not going there to go and carry heavy knowledge of the scripture to show people how equal you are. No. What is the gospel? John 3, 16 is simply the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but shall have everlasting life. That is the message of the present kingdom of God. The gospel is embedded in that passage of the Bible that everybody knows. For God so loved the world. That is how simple it is and that is how we should make it and that is how we should make it to sinners not gathering the um, 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 not not telling them things that um, 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 people in discipleship people in follow up we should we should be following up them in, in, in when they have come into the kingdom it's not those chapters not those verses of the bible we should be telling them we should first tell them the simple message that if you don't believe in God, if you don't have your sin, your present and your future sin, your death as through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross of Calvary. Eternal life is not for you. Eternal damnation is not for you. It's for you. That is the simple way of how we can communicate this gospel, this message of the kingdom. Number two, a message that will challenge, inspire, and motivate the sinner to repent and begin to live the Christian life. After telling them about the word the gospel is all about, the gospel is Jesus as its center that offers salvation. What we are not going to tell them is to inspire them, motivate them. Tell them about scriptures that speaks about hell, determination that awaits all unrepented souls, all those who refuse to yield to the word of God that they must be born again, except a man be born again. You should bring that fast to them. And John, when Jesus Christ was talking to Nicodemus by night, and he told him, Nicodemus as rabbi, how can a man be born again? Can he be born twice into his mother's womb? And the Bible says, and Jesus said in the world, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit. And when you get to that place telling them about the water and of the spirit, he's talking about the regeneration of the, of, 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 of the washing of water by the word, which is the word of God. That is the part you also have to tell them. Then the spirit there is talking about the Holy Ghost. And then you open that part of the Bible that said, I will not lift it to thyself. I will send the comforter. He will reveal unto you all truth. Immediately you tell them the Holy Ghost can even come upon them immediately and they will be baptized with the spirit of life. And after telling them all this, after telling them the, 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 the John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, you tell them, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. And what is the spirit? The spirit gives life for the flesh kill it. The flesh brings condemnation. You tell them about that. 
Jesus Christ said the word said that that he that sweats to the flesh shall reap corruption, but he that sweats to the spirit shall reap life everlasting. You get them acquainted to those places, those chapters that will motivate them, inspire them, and by faith in Christ and by faith in the word of God, they will come to Christ. We are going to talk about the methods. The way we present the message must make sense to the believer. Now must make sense in the sense that we must not try to say, we must try to put in our word. Jesus Christ promised the believers. He said, I will not leave thee, for I will put word in your mouth. When you meet the counselors, when you meet the Sanhedrins, when you meet the scribes, the scribes and the Pharisees, for the Holy Ghost will give you the word to say. Now what is the method? What is the method? Making sense to the sinners, those who mean that we should use our intellectual and and theological knowledge to preach and to spread the gospel of the message of the kingdom of Christ Jesus. But we should use the intellectual that comes from the spirit that comes by the anointing of God. And that is why we must pray. We must pray before we carry out any evangelical outreach. And you can know that this thing stirs up the fire of God in us. And when we go and, and use this method, use this method, making sense, making sense in the sense, making sense by speaking by the unction of the Holy Ghost. This are the yeah, they're, they're, if, if we use intellectual and technology um, to, um, 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 theological knowledge, we are not going to make our evangelical work to be hard, to be effective and to be productive. Glory to God. There are helps for the evangelists. The greatest work on earth, like I said, is sowing. It's not about having the highest degree. It's not about having the highest, biggest company. It's not about having the biggest institutional bodies. To know the joy of, of a soul winner, we must be successful in leading others to Christ. This often requires ability to point to appropriate um, 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 scripture passages, like I said earlier, which answer questions and solve problems of those we are trying to win for Christ. Remember, like I told you, we must go with the name of Jesus. We must not go with our name. We must not go with maybe our past evangelical work. Every day, it should be renewed afresh to our mind that we are going in the name of Jesus. We are going in the power of His Spirit. We are going in His might. We are going in His fullness. That is what we should go with. Just the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said, My name is above and is exalted above every other name, that at the mentioning of my name, every name must bow, things in heaven, things on earth, they shall bow, and they shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Our God, I lay exalted the name of Jesus. This is why you must go with the name, at the mention of his name, every name must bow, things in heaven, and things on earth. That is why we must go in the name of Jesus, not with our intellectual knowledge, not with our past work. You know, go there and tell them, I went to this city when I did an evangelical outreach. People got born again and all that. That is not what you're going to tell them. You're not going there with self-pride. You're not going there to talk about self. You're not going there to talk about yourself. You're going there to spread the word of life. We are going to look at Romans. Romans, Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1, I read from verse 16, Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, though everyone that believeth to the Jews first and to the 
to the Greek, to the Jews first, and also to the Greek. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. This is what the early believers they say because they know how effective the power of Jesus was. That is why they say, I am not ashamed because it is power. Any gospel that does not produce power is not, you didn't go in the name of Jesus. You went with your name. That is why I say you must always go with your name. And that is why this apostle, if we check before Romans was written, we have Corinthians, we have Acts. The book of Acts. In that book of Acts, they carried out the work. They carried out the evangelical work through the name of Jesus. And they saw the result. And that is why they now said, they now said, Paul now said, For I am not ashamed because it's the power. You have seen the evidence. I don't know if you're trying to understand what I'm trying to say by the Holy Ghost because I'm speaking by the Holy Ghost right now. They saw the works that they did. Through the name of Jesus. And that is why Paul came to confess and say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. See that chapter in verse 16. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God. It produces power. Any gospel that we go and preach that does not carry the power of God, we went there with past glory to tell people. We went there with personal encounters to tell people. You don't tell people personal encounters when, 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 when preaching the gospel, the gospel message. You just go there to tell them about the name of Jesus. And it's the name of Jesus that saved. It's the name of Jesus that transformed. That is why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the fault. The gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. So Jesus Christ's name was effective because it produces power. It doesn't only save, it healed the, the sinners. It makes them to receive miracles that they never thought of. It is the power of God. The power of God carries everything in the name of Jesus by the power that is in the Holy Ghost. The, 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 the two sources of power for so winning. Number one, the word of the Holy Spirit. And the word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit. The word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit in Ephesians. In Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6. I read from verse 7. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 7. With, with good all doing service as to the Lord, not unto men. Are you seeing? This is an instruction. With good with good we doing service as to the Lord, not to men. You are going there to preach the bread of life to them, not unto men, but unto God. In Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4. I read from verse 12. For the word of God is quick. Like I told you, you are going by the power of the Holy Ghost and you are going. By the word of the Spirit. The word of the Spirit is the word that produces life and immortality in, 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 in flesh. The word of God is, the, is, is, is Jesus Christ manifested in flesh. If you go through John chapter 1. So now it is the word of the Spirit. 
And the Spirit is the Holy Ghost. That is why Jesus Christ said, he was telling Nicodemus, you may have said the man be born of water and of the Spirit. Because it's the Spirit that produces power. It is the Spirit that makes the Word of God to be effective. Let us see in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even. The Word of God can divide the heart that is being contaminated with evil. The heart of the sinner the word of God, the word of the Spirit, can pierce their heart. So we are going with the word of the Spirit. We are not going just to cram verses in our head, but we are going with the word of the Spirit. The word of the Spirit pierces the heart. And when it pierces the heart, it touches the heart. It's the only the word of the Spirit that convinces me. That is why the Bible said, no man shall say Jesus. No man can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. So the word of the Spirit is the Holy Ghost manifesting in the flesh. Now it's manifesting in the flesh when you go with the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost exalts the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost bows down in the name of Jesus and make the flesh, which is the word of God, effective. I don't know how, whether you understand it. I repeat, the Holy Ghost goes with the name of Jesus. It obeys the name of Jesus and make the word of God effective in the hearts of men. So that is why the scripture said in that Ephesians, Ephesians, sorry, Hebrew, 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 chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, passing even to the divine, dividing and sunder of the soul. So the Bible, the word, the word of God can pierce the body. The flesh can pierce the soul. Shagata Ramaria Tikiti. Rabawa Sobrendikedi Karoma Shikadona can pierce the spirit and regenerate the inner man. He can regenerate the entire being of a man. That is how effective the word of God can be. And that is why we must go by the power of the spirit and by the word of the spirit. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, passing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a design, designer of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. That is why we must go. The spirit and the word are in perfect agreement. The spirit and the word, they are in perfect agreement. When you go with the word and by the spirit, Jesus Christ is made manifest in the heart of the Holy Spirit can you cannot cannot read this word unless we 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 truly familiar with the scripture, not a letter, but knowing the scripture by the spirit, like the ones I quoted earlier. John 16, Jesus was talking about. To the Nicodemus, that is the word, that is the scripture. You can go with 
How important that we know the scripture, the word, that the spirit through us may be able to win the truth as a means of converting the sinner. Therefore, the sinner, the, the, the soul winner must know the word of God and be skillful by the spirit, not by intellectual, in using applying the word. And the following as uh, the following as suggested passages that are helpful. I'm going to outline this before I end for today's teachings. The following passages that are helpful in dealing with various categories of those who seek to win souls for the Lord. Scripture to awaken. Number one, scripture to awake, awaken, convince, and answer the objections of sinners. Number one, the unconsigned self-righteous sinners there are people who live life by their self-righteousness but yet they are sinners so this is the word of god that we should use write it down romans 3 verse 10 write another one down romans 3 verse 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory james chapter 2 verse 10 romans chapter 3 6 verse 23 we are going to read that part romans remember the objective using the scripture we are talking about the unconsigned and the self-righteous some people do good they are good people by morals but they are not born again and they think it's their good works that can save them this is the scripture for example that you should which is the word of god that you should show them Believe me, this is a treasure I'm unfailing by the Holy Ghost. And any time treasures have been unveiled, we should grab it and make use of them because they are very useful. Romans 6 verse 23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through what Christ Jesus. Sin is talking about the fallen man the old man Adam. So your self-righteousness and your disease cannot save you. Your good work cannot save you. Because the first man Adam sinned. My God, we are not going to go deep to that. We're just going to talk on the shallow part. We are talking about the unconsigned and the self-righteous sinner. So the last man Adam came, which is Jesus Christ. And if you don't accept him, the wages of sin, which is the fall of the first man, which brought about death. You are not going to receive this gift of life. That is why you must receive and believe in Jesus. You tell them this passage. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. You are also going to take them by the Spirit. This other chapter of the Bible of the world. In Revelation. Revelation chapter 21. I read from verse 8. But the fearful and the unbelieving, the unbelieving are talking about the sinners, the fearful are talking about the sinners. Those who have encountered Jesus have no fear. And the abominable and the murderers and the womongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brickstone, which is what the second death, 
the second death is talking about internal separation from God. Because God brought Jesus Christ to bring life. So some people are still going to die again. And these people are sinners. And they will spend eternity in the lake of fire. You should tell them that. Tell the unconsigned. Tell the self-righteousness. Open these scriptures. By the Spirit, speak it to them. It will penetrate into their soul. It will penetrate into their inner man. For the fearful and the unbelieving, the abominable and the murderers, the homongers and the sorcerers, the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brickstone, which is the second world, which is the second death. So nobody will like to be internally separated from God. Nobody with his right senses will be internally separated from God. Number two, we have the sinning and the contented churchgoer. Don't you ever think that everybody who goes to church is born again? Do you know that you can still evangelize to your church member who the Holy Spirit is leading to you? This person is not yet saved. So it's, it's our duty to the sinning, someone who has committed, committed himself into sin and the works of darkness. The sinning and the contented churchgoer. You're going to tell them this, the holiness with that which, holiness remaining in faith with that which no man shall see the Lord. You're going to, you're going to show them in First Corinthians chapter 6. First Corinthians chapter 6. I read from verse 7. From verse 9. But ye know not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor reverence, or nestationers shall inherit the kingdom of God. Judgment will begin from the house of God. Let us look at Peter, first Peter. So there are many sinners, even many sinners, not even in the world. There are many sinners who are professing being born again, but yet they are in the church. So we should come with this word of God by the Spirit of God and let them know the danger of being in the world. We call them worldly Christian sinners. That's what we call them, Christian sinners. In First Peter chapter 4. I read from verse 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. It is a fearful thing. I tell you. And if it is first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? So we should not just feel relaxed and say, sinners are in the world. Meanwhile, we have been sinners inside the kingdom. Inside, not in the kingdom, because those in the kingdom of God, only what God recognizes are people in the kingdom of God, not churchgoers. People in the kingdom of God is only who God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit recognize. And that is why when we come in fellowship together, as three children of God, the power of God moves, the power of God manifests himself, because God, 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 God loves showing the, 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 the power 
and the anointing in the Holy Ghost among the midst of the believers. Watch all the time the early believers, they do spend time together. The spirit of life always manifests his fullness among them. That is why you go to some churches, it's cold. The power of God is not there. That's one of the signs, the signets to know. They have lost the fellowship. They have lost, lost the oneness. That is a signal. That is a sign that iniquity is dwelling among their midst. The Spirit of God is not there. In 1 John, 1 John chapter 3, I read from verse 6. Whosoever abided in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth had not seen him, neither have known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is what? Righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifest, that he may destroy the works. The works of the flesh are still part of what Jesus Christ came to abolish. And that is the sinful nature of man. So any man that profess he knoweth God and still abide in the works of the flesh have a question mark in him and should be brought back to the food of Christ. And it is very important for us to know so that we will not drift away. We have the ups, the, 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 the rebellious sinners. Hebrews say you write you you write um, Proverbs fourteen verse twelve. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the way of death. These are rebellious sinners. They feel that what they did is right. They feel that the decision they did in hunting and destroying their fellow human beings, even in the church, is right. And these are rebellious sinners, and it is a very deadly thing. That's why Luke 13 verse 3 says, Except ye repent, Jesus Christ was telling them, ye shall likewise perish. Talking about the Pharisees. Those people were rebellious. They destroy widows' properties, steal widows' mites, invade the hearts of the poor, and come in, in, in hypocrisy in, in the temple to worship. These people are rebellious sinners, and they are seen inside the church. Remember, the church is not the body of Christ. The kingdom of God is the body of Christ. And the kingdom of God is the community of believers all over the world. Write it down. The kingdom of God is the community of believers all over the world, manifesting the sonship and the power of Christ. So it's a family. The kingdom of God is a one big family as Christ, as the head and the center of the kingdom. Gonna stop here today. I know we have been blessed by this wonderful broadcast, and I believe there is more to come because we're gonna talk on issues as pertains the kingdom of God. We talk about evangelism. Next broadcast, we're gonna talk about follow up, bringing these people to Christ, follow up and discipleship. The kingdom of God is a one big family, it's not denominational, and we have one one spirit. A big family scattered all over the world. That's why anytime you see a true believer, you try to connect yourself with the person. Know that you belong to one family. 
whether you be an African, an American, a Jewish, whatever, we are of one big family. And our duty is to manifest the kingdom of God. God bless you all. God bless you. Let the strength of God be upon you as you go and do the work of our master.